Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. Happy Australia Day. However you're celebrating today, I uh, hope you have a good one. It's nice and warm in Sydney. It was 30 degrees early this morning before the sun had really started to hit us. So it's going to be a hot one. 38 across the city, top of 40 in our west today. So obviously so many people out and about. If you're tuned into SEM, we'll keep you company all day. We'll give you a few laughs along the way as well. And we want you to be in touch with us. But most of all, have a great day. Just have a really good January 26 Australia Day celebration. Again, however you want to do it, go for your life. But have a great day because it's not long after this that we all get back into action. School comes back. Everyone goes back to work and we're back in the daily grind. So let's celebrate it today. And it's great to have your company. Partly cloudy for Brisbane for day two of the test and 33, but all eyes up there are on the weather tomorrow and the day after. Possible shower tomorrow for the Gabba or Brizzy, 37. And then Sunday, the storms are expected to start coming in with 20 millimetres of rain. So you'll wonder just how far this test is actually going to go and we'll go through all of that in just a second but the West Indies put up a good fight surprised a lot of people no doubt about it but could put up a really good fight especially against the pink ball and we'll hear from the major Australian players because both Nathan Lyon and Mitchell Stark had a bit to say about whether or not the Gabba is a good place to have a pink ball test they don't seem that enamored with that thought Adam White will join us from the Gabba a little bit later on or from Brisbane a little bit later on this morning. We'll also touch base with Brett Phillips. I'll bring you up to speed with what's happening at the Australian Open, but it's men's semi-final evening tonight. Ben Graham with NFL. Be great to catch up with BG. And Chris Nelson will be our uh, SEN tipster again in 2024. So looking forward to that. But not only that, we'll cover some of the other issues looking ahead for the season of horse racing or the year ahead of horse racing. And I'll get from Chris, you know, jockeys to watch, trainers to watch, who's hot this year, and horses to watch. But where are we at in the sport of horse racing in Australia? I mean, it's 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 dead set been a, a gunslinging fight for the last couple of years. Prize money going up left, right and centre. Races coming in. Peter Volandi's going hardcore. Melbourne copping it left, right and centre. Brisbane trying to um, get everything together as well. Y- you wonder if we're going to be in for a year of stabilisation in the sport of horse racing. And a special guest coming up this hour will be Andy Lopez, who's in charge of the Australia Day Nationals at Sydney Dragway. So basically, 
this is a sport that only those into it <laughs> really know what it's about. Because unless you've been there, unless you've seen it, felt it, heard it and smelt it, you probably just don't know what you're in for. And I reckon after you hear Andy this morning, if it's something that's never been on your radar, you'd be half tempted, especially if you've got kids that need a, a good day's celebration or um, you, know, you want to just go out there and, and keep them busy for a day. Something like the Sydney Dragway is pretty crazy stuff. Motorsport's not everyone's go and drag racing's not everyone's go. But it's fast, it's loud. The top fuels go at 500 kilometres per hour, 11,000 horsepower along a 400-metre strip. They're right in front of you all the time and fan-friendly, all that kind of stuff. So I'll let Andy do the selling on that, but it got us thinking this morning about sports that you've never followed, but you'd give a crack. Something that's not just on the bucket list, but you've never really been interested. And like I say, with, with motorsport, there are plenty of supporters of Australian motorsport, but there's parts of motorsport that people just aren't interested in. So would you give drag racing a crack? What about sports that are the new crazes? Pickleball. I'll read you some statistics about what's happening with pickleball around the world and in the US in particular, because it's a craze, yes, but it's here and it's turning into a big, big money sport. And there's more parts to it because now the food and entertainment side of it is all coming together and the real estate side of it is all coming together. So would you give something like pickleball a crack? as a spectator or a participant. Let me know this morning, 0457 736 736 on the text line. I want to know sports you've never followed, but you'd give a crack to. And of course, it's Australia Day. So 2am, Tommy and I are in here this morning. We're working on Australia Day. You're in charge, Tommy. Good to have you in the studio again. Yesterday, we did our quiz, Tommy, right? And the quiz had an Australian theme to it. And Mark, the big Scotsman, the tourist, was in the chair. Five questions around Australian sport and Australian history, and I think he knew one of them. He's only been in the country for 18 months. So it got me and you thinking this morning, okay, what if you had a citizenship test, right? I haven't done one. You haven't done one, unless you're not telling me something. What if you had a citizenship test that was based purely on sport, on Australian sport? The stuff that you'd need to know to become a bona fide Australian sports lover. So you get your citizenship pass to come here and be a sports lover. The stuff that you kind of know. Now, the first thing that we thought of was Don Bradman's average, right? And as Jaleesa was walking out, she said it's on the list. It's already in there. So we think it's a question. I mean, it's an obvious question that you'd need to know. So what I want you to do this morning is send in some of the questions that you think we would have to ask if we were doing an Australian citizenship test based purely on sport. I reckon some off the top of our head would also be, okay, what did Bob Hawke say? What famous words did, did Bob Hawke say after our America's Cup win? <laughs> and furthermore, what kind of bad jacket was he wearing at the time? Uh, can you explain what doing a Bradbury means? I think that's a fair and reasonable question, if you can get that across the board. Uh, here's a good question. If I said to you, bowling Shane, who am I talking about? Very simple. And for a verbal test, what about this one, Tommy? You have to do a Richie Benno impersonation. 
I mean, if you're sitting there and the person comes in, wants to be coming into Australia, becoming a bona fide Australian sports citizen, there's a no-brainer. I mean, if somebody just rolls out two for 22, you, mate, you're in. Straight in. There's the door. Go straight in. And when you pop out on the other side, you'll go straight into the MCG. Boxing Day Test. There's the ticket. Let's have a bit of fun with that this morning. 0457 736 736. Let's, let's build a bank of questions. And then perhaps what we can do is run a citizenship test a little bit later on. You, you can play the part. You played the part of Novak the other day. So you can play the part of the, the person coming into the country and you'll have to answer those questions. 0457 736 736 is the text line number or 1300 1170. If you're out and about, understand that you're busy today and enjoying the sunshine, but why don't we have some fun with that one today? So we'll go into the second day of the Australia v West Indies day-night test at the Gabba. The Windies, 8 for 266. Kevin Hodge, 71 off 194 deliveries. Josh De Silva, 79. Their partnership was 149 runs, and that's an important part. Partnerships that they've managed to build there because you would have expected with the pink ball Australia um, bowling first, Mitchell Stark doing what Mitchell Stark does and these kind of scenarios, four for 60, 80 finished. We were thinking that there was more of a chance that they would just roll through the Windies. But the West Indies have put up a fight and a rear guard action and very importantly, partnerships along the way. SEM was there, ball by ball, highlights of day one. They don't trust that they're good enough. Hazelwood again bowls to Brathwaite, edging it out. The first wicket and it is the captain. Caught behind. Cameron Green wanted to celebrate and Josh Hazelwood said, go away, Cameron. Stark is over the wicket. Bowls. Chatterpole edges and it's swallowed up by Smith at second slip. And Chanderpole's stay is cut short at 21. Stark's bowling left arm over. Delivers to Hodge who goes after the short one and he got it away for six. Partnership worth 99. The keeper's on 49. Lion bowls to Silver, plays back, tickles it around the corner, and he too will raise his bat in celebration. Green gets around the field, 50 for De Silva. Lion starts in the over, bowling to De Silva, hit on the pad, out! Lion gets the breakthrough before the new ball. De Silva playing back and across. He's got to challenge it, hasn't he? Are they challenging? Yes. They're going to have a chat. The Australians love it. They are going to have... A check upstairs for IMAR Insurance. Oh, okay, now we get to the serious stuff. Ball tracking. Original decision art. Around the wicket, it does pitch in line, it hits, and it hits the stumps. Lyon does get the breakthrough, and De Silva is on his way. He's 121 runs in this session. Alzari Joseph edges and he's caught. Hazelwood puts a stop to the rot right at the end of play. Eight for 266. And that's where we'll call it. So what happens today? Well, hopefully the weather's going to be clear. Like I said, I mean, it's more the weather coming their way in the next couple of days that's the issue. So you'd reckon uh, the Windies, well, the Australians wrap up the Windies' tail and they'll be out there batting and Stephen Smith and Usman Khawaja will be looking to do exactly what we're talking about, build a partnership and spend the time there. I, I don't think this test is going to go the distance. I, I just worry about the forecasting up there and we know how it can hit pretty hard. So I don't know if it's going to go the distance weather-wise anyway, but they won't be in a rush 
the Australians. They've already claimed the Frank Worrell Trophy. They'll want a test victory, but they won't be in any kind of rush today. Mitchell Stark claimed his 350th test wicket. He ends up finishing the day with a total of 352 tests wickets, only three behind the great Dennis Keith Lilly, who is on uh, 355. The crowd's interesting too, 23,602, which is a record for any day of a West Indies Gabbert test and certainly off the back, you reckon, of the Brisbane Heat's win, which was in Sydney and Brisbane fans loved it. They got a pep in their step and they came out in numbers. So it looked pretty good there. Mitch Stark with the pink ball, four for 68, reflecting on 350 test wickets. Tight at it. <laughs> Numbers are nice. Something else to reflect on when I'm all done. But yeah, we, we've still got some wickets to take. So uh, nice to nice to have an impact today and, and to go past that one. And guys um, are saying it's another 150 to go. So they're all nice things to tick off and, and very humbling. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. At, at the moment, it's it's we want to bowl these guys out in the first innings and, and get batting. And, and we need 20 wickets to, to win a Test match. Um, as I said, we'll reflect on on uh, all the personal stuff. I think we'll all reflect on that once we're all finished and sitting around a beer at a golf course somewhere once we're all finished bowling. So at the moment, we're just enjoying our cricket as a group of, of players and certainly as bowlers and a few milestones throughout the summer so far with, with the other two big boys going past 250. Goes obviously 500. So a few there we can uh, reflect on at the end of the summer even. So that's where we're at with the uh, Windies test and we'll cross to Adam White soon in Brisbane. Just at the Australian Open tonight, men's semis, Djokovic versus Sinner and Medvedev versus Sverev. So we're doing some fun things this morning right here on the morning show. A citizenship test based purely on sport. What do you need to know to become a bona fide Australian sports lover? What questions can we put on our citizenship test? 0457 736 736. Come and be a part of it today.